sparkling water. Hey, you guys want to do a radio show? Let's yeah. do a radio Let's thing. Do it. Let's do it. All you have to do is actually, you know, hit the record button. Yeah, that. Uh, Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome to Maybe I've Said Too Much. A not-so-new podcast, uh, but we are here together doing it anyway. I am Mike Laffey, your host and guide, um, and I am joined, as always, by my fellow compatriots, which I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. I've got Izzy Swan and Joel Crawford. Gentlemen, how are you this evening? So good to be back, Mike. How you doing, man? Oh, man. 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 Joel, back, back how are good. you, sir? That good, huh? <laughs> I, I'm I'm great. If any better, I'd be twin. Yes. Oh dear Lord, yes. we can't have that. That's right. No, I think one Joel is all the Joel we need. <laughs> so, yes. but um, yes, I just wanted to I uh, wanted to start off the podcast by apologizing to our, our our man Phil Pinsky for threatening to kill him in last week's episode. So, uh, are we apologizing for that? Yes. Well, I, I feel bad because he's gorgeous. I don't believe you actually. It's the hair. It's the hair. Yeah, but we have to make a distinction here. You threatened to choke him until he passed out, which could, you know, death or it's, you know, a sexual thing. I'm not sure which. We won't judge. <laughs> it's the hair. I'm telling you. It, it could be. It was more just a let's see if we can make him unconscious and teach him a lesson kind of thing. But uh... So it was the sexual thing. You, so, <laughs> we've, learned, we've learned a lot about Joel today. <laughs> oh boy, I'm not going camping with Joel ever. Yeah, no, I'm good. So, um, anybody got some just... rope? I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I use it to filter. Um, so, uh, yeah, just uh, what you guys been up to, uh, Izzy? Uh, we'll start with you. You've been uh, drinking cucumber lettuce water or something. I'm just, uh, you know, how, how are things going <laughs> up there? Uh, you're at, well, I, we were just talking before the show here. I, I'm I'm 44 years old, and I don't know how to shop or, you know, food shop. Um, I never had to do it for myself before, so I I went out this. I went you out have this all those evening. Skinned raccoons laying around for right. Me. Well, you know, if you want some deer meat, I got you covered. That's easy. Um, you know, or you want some barbecued raccoon? Done. No problem. Hmm. You want to try bear? I could probably square that away for you. Uh, you want me to go to the health food store and shop for healthy food? I am, I'm like a babe. I, I was walking through that store just utterly confused and mystified the entire time. I ended up with like $100 of fancy sparkling different kinds of waters and a salad. <laughs> so so did, did you have to ask the guy, so when you hunt the kale, <laughs> what's the best time? <laughs> right. <laughs> But um, it was it was an interesting experience. Bow hunt that, or I mean, it would, would it just spin oh, it yeah, it's only <laughs> bow hunting. It? You know, bow hunting is the way to go. You know, you got to give the kale a sporting the, chance. So, how do you track the sweet potatoes uh, after you after you hit them? Do they run off? Or are they in packs? How does you this know, I think they run away. Be, it wouldn't be so easy if you gave that kale a knife. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, well you know, give them a knife. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm afraid to get wounded. Yeah, well, I've seen some of the things you build in your shop, and I, I don't think anybody would accuse you of being too safe. So, hey, I've, I'm safe as I can be under the circumstances of the hold my beer, watch this. <laughs> so. Yeah, I've been a subscriber for a while, dude. You're not fooling me. That's, so. That would I actually be the videos an awesome... that you've deleted after a while. So That'd be an awesome poster, like you have levels of safety. 
<laughs> like, like what, are we, what are we at? Like, like DEFCON 4, you know, where it's like, you know, hold my beer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't, um, I think that, uh, I think that Izzy doing anything would be the, that's the, whatever the right before nuclear war, <laughs> whatever that option is. I don't know. What DEFCON are we at? That's, I'm not, that's so not true. I just built, I just built a really cool little folding bench. I did, and the video is almost done. I'll have it out tomorrow night. It's, um, it's just this really kind of harmless. Oh, so little, we're supposed little, to comment on a video you haven't finished yet. Minimal tool, but well, you just you know you're making me out like I'm some kind of wild banshee, crazy man, and I'm 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 just stating facts as I see them. I mean, I'm only that some of the time. <laughs> so. Gotcha. Well, uh, so um, somebody was getting ready to tell me what they've been up to, and I don't remember which one of you that was. Because actually, I have a question. I'm for, not really oh, paying attention for Izzy. So your straddle um, your straddle squares are out, right? Yes, yes, they're available on the market as where, we speak. Where am I buying it from? IzzyTools.com. So I or go to IzzyTools. Yeah. Which one? IzzyTools. IzzyTools.com. So I go to IzzyTools.com and I select the straddle square and you'll autograph it for me? Uh, you'll have to get it and it'll okay. get sent to you and then you can send it to me and I'll autograph it. There you go. All right. Uh, Mancuso Precision, the guy that makes the miter sets, for those of you who are familiar with that, um, Jack Perry, he makes the uh, straddle squares for me. He'll be making several other products coming out for me as well. Um, he just does this uh, phenomenal job. I mean, they don't tools don't come any better than this. And I really, when I was going to bring my tool line to the market, I wanted to bring, you know, one of those things that you could it's really not the best business practice because it's one of those things you can hand down to your son and he can hand down to his son and he can hand down to his son. So you mean a real tool? Yeah, this is no joke, you know. And, um, you know, we we sell them at like $90 for, uh, uh, I mean, it's a line transfer layout tool, so it's not inexpensive. Um, of course, it, it costs a fortune to manufacture the, the quality that we're doing on these tools. So, um this really isn't a huge money maker. It's more about, uh, for me, it's more about bringing something to the market that isn't out there that I really want and making sure that it's one of those things that's just, you know, it, it's heirloom. It's something you're going to be able to pass down and pass down and pass down. Both of you guys are, you know, sort of inventive and stuff. If you could create something that, I don't know why it always happens, but anytime I go to use a power tool, typically like, you know, around my table saw, right when I get really into the meat of things, the my nose always itches. I don't know what that is, but there's always an itch somewhere that my like Wear I have respirator. to make a decision. Do I pull my hand off the wood and then have it kick back and smash me in my face, or just try to pretend my nose isn't itching? And it, and so if you could create something along those lines, I'd pay almost any amount of money for that. So that's um, something itch your nose while you're cutting something. Yeah, just it's just because I, I can be. I can be anywhere in the world for any period of time, and just my nose will never bother me. But put a, put a Dremel tool in your pocket. As soon as I'm doing something, no, no, no. As soon as I'm listen, doing something that solution. requires my attention, here, my you, nose starts to itch. You're getting expert advice that people pay me for. So listen very carefully here, okay? Put a Dremel tool in your pocket. Get one of those long extension cord thingies Wait, that they what? have for them. <laughs> you're listening to what I'm saying. Dremel tool in your pocket. Long extension cord thingies. You know the, there's the, a joke here. Ex, the extensions. And then put like a little rubber swage on the end of it, stick it in your nose, and then turn that sucker on when you're cutting everything. It'll just, it'll itch. Right, two things. First, if you pay, if you charge people for that advice, I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna quit every job I've ever had. 
and I'm coming to work for you. <laughs> Second, you want me to put a metal spinning cutting device near the mommy and poppy button? Because I don't know where your pocket is, but minor. <laughs> Minor near some valuable items, and I'm not prepared to take that leap. So, I was, that's you know what you got. I'll just I, have to figure it out myself. Mike, don't saying. don't fool yourself. You're married and have children. They're not as valuable as they used to be. To me, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about anybody else. I know they're important in my life, but I I don't know why. I just immediately started thinking of the movie The Jerk. Uh, where, oh, where I haven't he, seen it. Here comes the 1970s reference. Half yeah. of our listeners are oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> anyway, it it just struck me as a a thing. Okay, well, as long as we're talking about noses, and by we, I mean me. Next time you're having a conversation with someone where you're looking at them face to face, this works every single time. Just oh. touch your nose when you're having a conversation, just quickly, and, they'll and the person you're talking to will touch their nose. Yep. They think that you're giving them a subliminal signal that they've got a bug hanging down. It has never, ever, ever once failed me. I actually did it today just to see if I could. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that's a, uh, I don't know what that is, but there's just something in people. If you touch your nose, they immediately think they've got a giant, <laughs> just some anger hanging down. It's the, it's the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> so. So, and I think, hey, listen, with that tip, I think we're done. All right, guys. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the the information the, is just, wow. <laughs> yes, it got to be too oh, real. So. Dear Lord. But, uh, all right, so we're 10 minutes in at this point, and no one has told me what the hell they're up to. <laughs> so, oh. Um, I, feel, I feel like I'm, I'm a terrible host. I'm building, I'm building stuff. Yeah. So. <laughs> Is it is it okay if I just be quiet for a minute and <laughs> we could just let, right like, we could just sit here. I'm, I'm sorry, Izzy. Do you need to get back to that stuff? No, Are you, no, no I'm, okay. I'm good. I'm good for at least another fifty-ish minutes. So. Excellent. <laughs> well, the um, minutes and thirty seconds. I can tell you exactly what we're doing. Okay. Oh. We're roasting in a giant oven. Is what yourselves? <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Well, it's just, you know, with the heat in a metal building, it gets, I, I had actually wondered if you guys had any cooling tricks or tips for a workshop this time of year. Uh, well, Apparently it's 2017 and they invented air conditioning about 200 years ago. Uh-huh. So I'd start with that. Or you could go watch my video on wearable air conditioners, homemade ones. <laughs> Because of course you have that. I do. <laughs> I do. There's just. Is this is this the Lance video I saw like four years ago where you stuck a fan in a like a tube in a, like a thermos bottle? No, no. I I got one of those um the uh, insulated backpacks that you put your drinks and stuff in. Filled that sucker up with ice and bought one of those high velocity little battery operated fans. And then shove some tubes in it and drill the holes in it and shove it down your neck shirt. And then you just turn the fan on and put ice in the, in the, in the, um, a bit more complicated than that, but not much more. And it actually works quite well. Uh, you just wrap the tube around your neck and it blew cool, blew cool, cool air on your neck for oh, about an hour and a half, depending on the ice you were using. If you used ice pack, which was obviously the better way to go, uh, you could get cold air out of it for about an hour and a half and then you just change out your ice packs. I bought an air conditioner from Home Depot for like $110 and it does 
Yeah, but not he, he would need thirty of those things to, to for his space. It sounds like it'd be worth it. It, it, <laughs> it, might, be. it might be. I'm actually designing a big ass fan for the ceiling, and uh, it's. Are you gonna cut it on the CNC or the laser? I am cutting it on the CNC. Oh. Ooh, so that, was, that was easily the biggest. I'm getting a CNC on. tomorrow, guys. I forgot to. Are mention. you? Yeah. Anything? What kind? And uh, X carve. So just a small form. In- inventables um, uh, is, are going to be well. By the time this come, this podcast goes out, it'll be okay to say that. Um, someone from uh, Mo from Inventables is coming down to hang out for a day, and we're going to try it out and do some fun stuff with it. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, I still let have... Mo know that I don't have a YouTube channel, but if I were to get a CNC machine, I might be willing to start one. <laughs> right, you yeah. might be able to. I'll get my seven subscribers up to like fourteen overnight. Well, you definitely have an award-winning personality, Mike. So I'm sure you'll be able to. No way, that's not true. Well, that alone, the, I mean, the problem that alone is will get people it's not channel. the personality or the content. It's just when he wears the Daisy Dukes. It it can be a little disconcerting around that many power tools. See, that would be a good time to play the drum you roll. Spelled, you spelled sexy wrong. <laughs> yeah. no, that's um. I listen. I mean, I I bought the air conditioner. You got to have the appropriate attire. So yeah. you're gonna stay cool while you're working. Yes, that's just true. So. I'm just saying the pigtails are a little bit much. I'm actually going to get to work outside a little bit over the next couple of days, and I'm really not excited about it. I mean, on purpose. I, sort of. I have an obligation that needs to be fulfilled, and um, I'm going to do as much as I possibly can indoors, and then take it outdoors and assemble it. So I'll be. You know, a, there, be there's assembling uh, outdoors. There's a sun out there. Ah, <laughs> uh, fortunately, like fortunately, we have these giant pine trees on the property, so the whole place is in mm-hmm. shade. And I bought a high velocity fan, and I'm going to put that sucker outside and point it right at wherever I'm working. Nice. You know, oh, it's funny you, to me. I, I've been I've been alive for 42 years now, and it, it's always uh, interesting that people are surprised when it gets hot in the summer. Right. Well, it's, <laughs> if you're from the UP, where I grew up, you would be surprised if it got hot in the summer. Yeah, no one from there ever talks about being from there. I mean, that's it's it's so it's you guys light. you guys are both in the path or near the path of the eclipse, right? Yes. So Am I? You're oh yeah, dead, pretty dead nuts darn close. I don't know anything about yeah. so. Well, things. because you guys are what about a hundred miles apart or so in North Carolina, South Carolina, right? Oh, probably closer to two hundred, two hundred ish. But that that path is like I think going right there. Do you yeah, guys it's have actually, anything? We're going to get the full eclipse. We're going to get the full eclipse here in some in uh, South Carolina or nice. in Charleston. Yeah. Are you are you going to get? Are you doing anything? Are you? Do you have any plans? I'm just going to stare right at the sun and see what happens. Actually, <laughs> your retinas burn. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know anything about the eclipse, so that's a... Um, well, it's August 21st, so you okay. need to, you need to, you know... Oh, I won't thing. be here, so that won't matter. Yeah. Mm. I, I won't be here then. I'll be up north. Oh. Yeah. Well, that, that's no good. Why is it not good? Why? Well, I'm just saying that... You'll have some of the eclipse, but not all of it. All of the I eclipse. Mentioned. All. Mm. Yeah. So I, I'm the reason why I bring this up is I'm heading to Tennessee. We have a small place in uh, Pigeon Forge area 
that we're going to wander wait, up wait, to. Wait, 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 Joel. You are making plans around the eclipse. Yeah. So okay. this is like a holiday for you. Yeah, it's on a Monday. I'm I'm literally taking off work. <sighs> Sacrilege. I know. I know. I, it's. I expect it to be worth it, though. It only happens in this kind of area about every hundred years or so. So no, just see, go to the next. We'll see it again. Go to the next one. <laughs> Have you seen what I eat? <laughs> no. The, the chances no. are very slim that I'm going to make it to August twenty first. <laughs> And the only thing slim is the chances. So you're, the only thing that you're going to, oh, the only thing that's God. certain is that you would have gout if you go there to see it. That's, that's right. <laughs> so they're going to oh, wheel my, my gurney my, up there. My uric acid is all flat up, baby. Bring my pills. <laughs> I'm just still, I'm still sitting here with my jaw dropped because Joel's planning a vacation around the eclipse. I'm just. Look, I get it. I mean, I mean, I, it's know, not even like I planned an entire vacation around coming to meet you goofballs in a wood in an unair conditioned wood shop in Georgia. Well, that's so your this own can't damn be fault. Anywhere near worse than that. Yeah, that's that's just crazy talk, man. Crazy, yeah. crazy. Well, I had five coolers of beer. Oh, and barbecue, and, and we barbecue. had barbecue and wings and everything else. And I was there. Come on. You know, the next time we should do that. At some point, we should get our seven listeners that that want to travel we could do a get together one day maybe do a thing i mean okay. not on like episode 10 but maybe when we get there uh, look i you know i get it <laughs> so, but um <laughs> mike would be the only guy like nah i'm not going to that that sounds like a bunch of jerks well the only problem is the last time i went there was a uh, a bridge collapsed so that's true but yeah, we it did we collapse. It caught on fire. Get it right. And then collapsed. And then collapsed. Well, it caught on fire it first. It's still collapsed, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Just as a, so I don't know that the state of Georgia wants me headed that way. So. Well, it's, you know, it's one time. The, the chances of that happening again are, are minuscule. I'm sure we have other roads that you can take. Oh, yeah. They're all wonderful, too, by the way. <laughs> I, my hotel was eight miles from the Cobb Center. It took me 47 minutes <laughs> to get there. Oh, that's all? <laughs> For eight miles. I could have walked if it was not eight miles. Because <laughs> <laughs> eight miles is far. But I know I could have done it in less than 47 you minutes. You mean you want me to walk 150 feet? <laughs> yeah. It's just my... <laughs> My ankles would have looked like piranha had been chewing on them by the time I got over there. So yeah. it would have been bad. Speaking of eight miles, uh, Paul Akers, a, fr I know, a friend of mine owns Fast Cap, just ran his very first Ironman and completed the entire thing in 15 hours, which is just nuts. I mean, why do these so people Iron do Man this to what? themselves? Ironman is three different things. It's yeah, uh, swimming, swim, I think like you swim three miles or something, and then you bike, bike 100 miles, and then you run 26 miles. It's crazy. I'm exhausted just having you explain that. And he did it in 15 hours. Dro rode a bike 100 miles, ran 26.6 miles, and then swam, you know, whatever, three or whatever it was, in 15 freaking hours. Hmm. I can barely build a sofa table in 15 hours. 
You know, it's funny. I did the uh, for my 40th birthday. Um, I did this whole social media campaign uh, called FU40 <laughs> because I'm a child. Um, and what does that 40s, stand for again? I'm sorry. Uh, 40. But so I was um, so I went to the uh, upstate New York has this Boilermaker Road Race, which is a 15K. And my goal by the time I turned 40 was just to finish it. Um, and my brother-in-law, we trained together and then we went up there and ran it. And so I, by the time I made the halfway mark, there was a pack of um, Kenyan runners that were passing us going the opposite direction. So they, they'd ran it one turn around and run back. And they were passing us as we were trying to finish. So I think the, uh, the guy ran, the guy who won it ran the 40, it was like four minutes and 41 seconds a mile. So I just wanted to live through the full 15 K. So I kind of understand the, you know, the, the need to do something ridiculous like that for what would appear to be no reason, but that is well, I don't, yeah, I don't, un, I don't under, not understand it. I was a bodybuilder for years and, you know, did a lot of weird stuff like that. But I, I, I always understood the need to pick heavy things up and put them down. I never understood the need to like travel long, 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 long long distances on foot <laughs> wait never, wait one second never never got it i feel it. like we just moved past something too quickly <laughs> oh did did you just say you were a bodybuilder yeah like did you compete like in the banana hammocks on stage oh no 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 okay. um, no 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 i was a weightlifting competition i was more into the how much can i lift not how good can i look okay because that's not what you said <laughs> Well, bodybuilder, heavy, heavy, you know, heavy lifter, whatever you want to say. Look, when I see, when I hear bodybuilder, I think of gorgeous, oiled, tanned men. Oh yeah. Now I think of that all the time, but particularly when I think hear bodybuilder. Hmm. So yeah. I was, no, I was, I, 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 was my, I was getting ready to pause the podcast and I'm scouring send, the internet for whatever. I'll send you a pic, Mike. Way. I know you want to see one. So one. Yeah, I got uh, at my at my peak at my peak. My biceps were three inches bigger than. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger's at his largest. Yep. That's my claim to fame. Yep. Hmm. I was wow. a monster. monster he's, never, he's never built a table. <laughs> no, he hasn't. He hasn't. And well, he's as far as we know. Yeah. But, you know, he has, you know, done many movies and become the governor of California and made millions and married a Kennedy. And done all of that without the ability to speak. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. Huh. You know, I don't feel so bad about not being able to spell anymore. (laughs) Yeah, well, there's that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, that's – um. so, okay, bodybuilder. I I mean, at some point that image has got to make its way to our website. (laughs) Oh, no. Stay off my Facebook page. Don't go there. Oh, you better block me. (laughs) Oh, you'll have to look for it. You know how many pictures I have up on that? I don't have to look for it. I know your friends. They'll send it to me. (laughs) Not a problem. I could probably get it pretty quickly, actually. I'm a little scared. But so, um, so do you have to get oiled up for? I mean, I lifted weights when no, I was dude, playing. We're football. going into lift. No, <laughs> I'm just no, saying. No, no. no, most of the people that were when you go to a lifting competition, you don't see anybody in oiled up or in banana hammocks. They're all. Well, then why would you go? I mean, that's just because I wanted to see how much I could lift. But there's no oil, and there's no guys dressed scantily. I mean, this is well. Ridiculous. Some of us don't really get off on that, Mike. Well, I mean, listen, 
Not everybody likes sparkling cucumber water either, but I'm not sitting here hey, judging you. Me you the, don't pick on my sparkling cucumber water. <laughs> so, Besides, I'm not, I've switched now. I'm drinking um, organic lemonade or watermelon lemonade core water, and it's not sparkling. It's just straight up. Every time you talk about that, there's a part of me that just gets overwhelmingly sad. So There's just, a part of me that gets really thirsty for, like, bourbon. Ooh. <laughs> I can't drink that alcohol. with cucumbers. You know, no, I gave up no, booze. No I gave up booze, guys. Did you? I never. I don't think I ever told anybody. I give up booze. I don't drink anymore. When no, did this start? Uh, about four months ago. Okay. Did you develop I'm, a severe aller- allergy to it? No. I'm just like you know what I've done enough drinking in my life. I'm done. That's fair. I don't. For you. I'm, not, I'm not a. You know, to be fair, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm, I've never had a problem with it. I just, you know, um, at, at a certain point, I'm just like, you know what? This is not no no much fun anymore. You know, it's it's funny, and this this may become a tangent, so I'll apologize up front. But it, it's funny the way that you know, sort of social norms work. You know, so like if you tell somebody that you you know you're hey, let's go out for beers, you know, they they kind of give you this sort of like. It's just kind of like this accepted thing, you know. There's butt slapping, and everybody's having a good time, and you know all that stuff. And that may not be your thing, but just you know, go with it. But so, you tell somebody you stop drinking, and they look at you like, you know, you just <laughs> like like what what happened? You know, it's kind of um, you know, like uh, you know, I tell people that um, you know, you tell somebody you're fasting, like, hey, I'm I'm fasting for three days, right? They look at you like you're completely out of your mind, but. Hey, you want to go to an all-you-can-eat buffet every day for lunch this week is completely acceptable and normal. Like no one ever says anything about that. You can sit there and eat six thousand calories in a sitting. It's just you know, it's yeah, it's kind of you know, it's just. I mean, like uh, Joel had posted something on uh, Facebook the other day about you know, hey, don't spank your kids, you know, and it's like to some people, you know, you you think that they you know they're they're protesting the opportunity to to be able to continue to spank their children like it's a thing to stand up to you know like, I, I deserve the right but <clears throat> but it like so you tell somebody that you spank your kid you know for doing something wrong you know they, they think you're a good parent you tell somebody that you smacked your dog for doing something wrong and they think you're the worst person in the world you know just, just like these where do these balances come from you know it just makes me insane yeah so, <laughs> that was a well, like, social experiment and i appreciate you bringing that up on the podcast uh because it's 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 one of those weird things that like there's like an eighty percent approval rating about like spanking. Like I knew when I put that up there that it was going to be one of those. Like I was going to get my head bitten off because how dare I? And um, I post stuff all the time that's insane, and people are like, "Yeah, that's great," you know. But hmm. it's one of those weird, like you know, you just told somebody that they should pay a by a Chevy and they're Ford guys, you know, it's, it's just, it's really weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's because yeah. like, I don't, I don't spank my children. I don't advocate that. Cause I was, I used to get the, you know, <laughs> spanking is not what I got. I used to get beat pretty badly when I was a kid. So, um, I just made the decision, especially having daughters, you know, when you're, when you're a father to little girls, it's just, you don't want the, you don't want the person that's supposed to love them the most to be the one that inflicts the most physical damage to them. You know what I mean? Just that I can never wrap my head around how anyone thinks that's okay. You know, it's like, 
Now, if you think that that's okay and you want to spank your kids, you have the right. Just know you're an asshole for doing it. And the study, <laughs> this 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 study they just did, and uh, and and by the way, if that upsets you or any way, you can throw yourself off a bridge. We won't miss you. But I mean, as far as the the study they just did was like 160 thousand people over, over 50 like a 30 years. year. No, 50. It's it's yeah, one mean, of the it, longest running studies, psychological studies. Yeah, and like they have all this data, and people are like, well. That's not what that means. Like, I'm, really? I mean, this is, you know, well, I was spanked. Yeah, and you're an asshole. You want to hit your kids. I mean, it's like, I get it. But, you know, I mean, like, that's just, it's just not the thing. It's not the thing to stand up for. Like, that was my biggest thing about that. It's just, why would that be the thing you, you know, like, I, I have to have the right to spank my kids. You know, it's like well, somebody trying to take your guns. You know, did it's you like, see the no, 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 it's vitriol right on that children. post? Like, oh, like, yeah, I was laughing at it the whole time. It was just these people were like, well, you know, what about flashing lights and blah, blah, blah. And we're like, what is, what are you talking about, dude? Like, it's just, you know, these, all these behavior modifications, like, oh, God, just stop. And, you, you know, I'm this, I'm this weird libertarian, slightly liberal libertarian kind of guy. And so I'm all sorts of hypocritical on things. And I post all sorts of crazy stuff. I mean, like, if you were to ever friend me on Facebook, be warned what I'm going to post is likely going to offend you. I don't, I, I talk oh, about my intentionally. life. Well, intentionally, because I, I, I try to post things that are a little bit controversial intermixed between actually talking about my life, um, where I, you know, describe how my life is going. Generally, I try not to take too many food pictures, but it, it, I try to keep it a love, lively discussion. Some people post things, Anyway, it's people on Facebook. There's etiquette that should be written down, and a lot of people don't follow it. Um, but, it, you know, this is one of those things that I knew was going to piss off, like, 80% of my friends. Uh, and it's, it's, it's like I could piss off the same 80% of the friends, like you said, if I said, hey, I just beat the shit out of my dog because he crapped on the floor because I didn't let him out. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, they'd, they'd be there'd be pitchforks and, and uh, torches outside of your house that afternoon. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, it's, but it's yeah, crazy. it's just that yeah, that social conditioning is just. A, I mean, it's a wacky kind that's, of thing. I just don't understand. Yeah, that's why I don't have a shop dog because I, I I won't let him out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, the, I mean, you need a shop cat because they don't. Oh give no, a that's worse. Yeah, hmm. that's worse. No, yeah, no, that's no. just always been. I mean, that 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 whole. That whole thing, I mean, it's just, it's interesting because I did, um, I did a, uh, I was a couple, probably the beginning of this year, I did a two-day fast, right? Just water, no food, no nothing. It, it's, it's actually really good for your body. I mean, there's a ton of like science and all these people doing studies and, you know, fasting is really good for um, curing all kinds of things because your body's not digesting food all the time. So you has an opportunity to just, you know, you heal up and all this stuff and by the way, I am not a doctor. I don't play one on TV. So if you take medical advice from a part-time woodworker, you're an idiot and you deserve to die. So don't do anything I tell you to do. But um, <laughs> so yeah, if you go fasting because Mike said so, you're an idiot. So talk to your doctor. If you don't have a doctor, go get one. Talk to them. So, um, but yeah, so I did a two-day fast, and like the 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 look in people's eyes when you when they go, "Hey, you want to go to lunch?" You're like. Yeah, I'll go. And you just I'll sit there and I'll drink water. You know, and they're just like, you're not eating? Like, no, no, I'm good. You know, just, 
and it, they like it, they almost everybody has this almost like intervention like quality like you know oh, oh yeah what do we do like you know, do we hold him down you know can you can you feed him through his butt you know it's just like you know, it's like what are we doing dude I mean, this is, which side does the tube go in yeah <laughs> like you don't need food like your body you can your body can ex- I mean I every single human being I know okay for the most part is at least slightly overweight. A lot of them are really overweight, but at least some are. Your body can go like thirty days without a without any calories at all, and you I, I'd like to up that fine. to ninety. Yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm talking again and again. It, it, medical advice from a part time woodworker: you deserve to die, so don't don't do that. But <laughs> you can go a month without food, and it does almost nothing to your body. Like there's no problems with it. You know, you lose a little bit of muscle, and, and so but you don't have to eat food. Right. And, and you'd be completely fine. As a matter of fact, your body, you know, the anti-inflammatory qualities of that, the, the healing capabilities. I mean, there's all these studies they do and all this stuff that's real good for you. But people look at you like you're nuts. But, hey, you guys want to go to the Chinese place? They got all you can eat today. All you can eat crab legs. or you know, And you, and you could sit there and eat a pile of food as tall as the person next to you. And when you get done, everybody just kind of burps and goes, oh, man, that was good. You know, it's just like, where does that come from? It makes me insane. So... But again, wow. I said it was going to turn into a rant. No, I, I this, just, is fine. this is this is really good because you know, I mean, this is my life over the last seven months has been all about trying to get healthier. I've lost uh, eighty-seven pounds. I'm three pounds away from I've lost losing having lost ninety pounds right now, guys. Um, you know, I, I cut alcohol out. I've cut back. Most of you know that I'm a smoker. I've cut way back on smoking. I'm, um, you know, I'm just trying to make those steps. I think you know, I hit my midlife crisis, and it's it's been a really fun midlife crisis. Um, but, uh, you know, I'm just trying to be more thoughtful about the fact I'm, I'm actually kind of scared that I'm going to live longer than I thought I did. And I don't want to be old and decrepit. So, you know, I, when I was younger, I figured, hell, I'll be dead when I'm 50. And now 50 is only, you know, six to five and a half years away. It doesn't look that far off. So I'm like, do I want to be that guy in 50 who's stuck in the wheelchair who can barely get out to the shop? Or do I want to be the guy who's, you know, chasing girls that are, t- you know, half his age around. So I, I, I plan on being that. I'm, I'm pretty much grossed out by both. So, I mean, uh, you know, you could, you know, you could be either. Whatever. <laughs> so, you know, in his, in his and, oiled up uh, banana hammock. Banana hammock. That's right, guys. So, you now know, you, I, see, just like that, you reel me back in. <laughs> right. See how, you know, how, see how that, that's how it works. Um, but no, so that's, that's, you know, so when you're talking about the fasting thing and um, I completely understand that and, um, you know, it's just, it's interesting. Um, it's interesting how much we take our health for granted in this. It's like, you know, we have the, the in me, especially impulse control is a serious problem with me. You know, I'll, I'll go to, you know, I drive by past a Taco Bell and I'm clenching my teeth. Don't stop. Don't stop. Keep going. You know, because I like Taco Bell and, uh, I don't care if you don't like it, <laughs> but I do. Uh, so, you know, those, and I just, you know, that's one of those things where, and I think a lot of people, when we're going to the fridge, you know, instead of me i'm talking about me here i'm not talking about i'm not pointing fingers you know it's just you got to be careful about that stuff and i spent a i spent a lifetime of not really having to be too careful about it because of my being so active but now that i'm getting older even being active when you're it doesn't help as much as it used to so it's 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 a whole different mindset i mean it's a world a world of different um completely different than what i'm accustomed to so it's been interesting, well, but, you know, that's the, you know, actually for me, it was, you know, the beginning in January, I mean, the, the fasting and kind of trying to, you know, change up, like I told you before, I've, I've, I've cut back on, you know, quite a bit on all the animal products and stuff that I eat and just, um, you know, trying to make better choices all the way around. I don't 
you know, drink anywhere near as much alcohol. I, you know, just, and part of the impetus for that for me was my, one of my very good friends, um, her father is, he's 57 and they just put a wheelchair ramp outside of his house. Like he's got, you know, just didn't take care of himself, ate whatever he wanted, drank a lot, all this other thing. I mean, he's, you know, he's at the point now where he's, he's not even 60 years old and this kid's got to wipe his butt for him. I mean, it's just, you know, and then you start looking and you're like, geez, I mean, that's not that far away. You know what I mean? Like, and, yeah. and, you know, looking at him, I mean, now he's at this point where he's trying to make these dramatic, like sweeping change. You know, he's like, he's eating nothing but, you know, whole foods and, and, you know, raw vegetables and all this. So just trying to kind of get the weight down and, and, you know, get himself back to normal. And it's like, well, you know, if you can make these choices over the, if I can start making these choices now, maybe I won't be a disaster when I get to be that age, you know, and I won't have to have my kids building a wheelchair ramp outside my house, you know, because, because I'm the carpenter. Yeah, well, if, if, <laughs> so, if I end up having to have a wheelchair, wheelchair ramp outside my house, I want to jump on mine so I can like wheel up to really, you know, yeah, I want to be able to skate on it. Like BMX back, <laughs> back in the exactly. BMX days, you guys remember the BMXs back when we were kids, you know, trying to sure. do the tricks and the bunny hops and the wheelies and going over little jumps and all that stuff. Oh yeah. That was good stuff. Sorry. I can hear me. I can hear that send me an angel from the rad movie playing in the background right now. <laughs> oh, rad. Was such a good movie. Send me oh. an angel. Yeah, that was a good movie. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you get, you, then you should sort of throw yourself off a bridge. Yeah. This, <laughs> I mean, I, I, again, don't take suicide advice from the <laughs> part-time woodworker. <laughs> We are going to get through this entire podcast today, guys, without actually talking about anything, which is really cool. It's kind of like a Seinfeld show, I guess. <laughs> Isn't that is that that's the right well, one? I, right? I will tell you that you guys, I I am I am very excited to hear about your health uh, changes, and that's a very positive thing. And I am excited to live vicariously through you two. As <laughs> he's like saying, you guys just shut up. Like, no, we put no cucumbers in my water. I swear to God. <laughs> It was it was really good. Uh, I I have been trying to keep the crunching of uh, peanut M and M's down to a minimum <laughs> while I listen to all your benefit. You know they make those with like a Nestle chocolate. <laughs> it's a Nestle Crunch Bar chocolate. That stuff should be I'm, that should be illegal. Joe, as long as we don't start talking about Taco Bell, I am good. So. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm not Taco one. I, yeah, sorry. What's that? I, I can't do taco. I mean, I, I can, I have, but there's no part in my life where I think, well, my life is just so miserable. I deserve Taco Bell. Mm. No, no. It's, it's like, you know, it's, 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 what do you got? You got Taco Bell, Burger King or McDonald's and McDonald's is just gross. I mean, that's the grossest place on the planet. Yeah. Burger King's not a whole lot better. So you're stuck with Taco Bell. I, I, I mean, listen, good for you, but yeah, Taco Bell for me is just, <laughs> If you get a taco from Taco Bell, and they're not a sponsor, so as far as I know, we, we haven't approached them yet. We have to check with the office ladies and see if they've had any conversations. But yeah, just, when you peel open the taco, and the meat looks like wet sand, you know, it's just it has the same consistency, and then it's just got like it's flavored sand is basically what it looks like to me. So yeah, I just don't. Uh, and listen, they're putting these things up all over the place, so people eat there. But yeah, I just can't. Yeah. There's nothing. I'm not. No, I mean, I mean, listen, I'm every, not everybody has to have their. Here, guys. Everybody has to have their vices. 
I mean, yours is Taco Bell. Some people just love Doritos, you know. Some people yeah. like Mine? a crack pipe, and I, you know, Mine? I'm not going to say anything against that. I'm, I'm all about oiled up bodybuilders myself. Ooh, ooh. So I was listening to this podcast. Uh, it's called uh, not podcast audio book. Andy Berkey recommended it, um, and it was just, just an incredible book. Uh, Stealing fire, you know, you know the whole Prometheus uh, story there, and talks about how these different individuals achieve this greatness or this, or this sense of uh, purpose throughout their lives. Um, but it, there, there was an interesting bit in there about how, you know, this, this study was done in, in I want to say it was England. I can't recall um, about the safety. Cause you, you had mentioned people, some people are, you know, like their crack pipe. So there was a study done. It was a per capita study about how some things are more dangerous than drugs um, and it was really interesting to, to listen to it. And he was talking about like horseback riding is a hundred times more dangerous than doing drugs. A hundred horseback riding. Apparently out of 300, every 375 people who ride horses on a regular basis end up with a brain injury. Yeah. My, my daughter actually would do competition horse riding. Yeah. And the same for motorcycle riding. It was like, it was like, uh, I don't know, 70 times more dangerous than doing drugs. So, I mean, it was this whole per capita. Like if you have a hundred people doing, you know, horseback riding, a hundred people doing drugs and a hundred people doing these other 50 events, it turns out like, I think at the time they picked, uh, I forget what drug it was. It wasn't crack. It was, um, it was something else, but, um, it, it, all these other things were so much more dangerous than doing it. So it's really, you know, when you take into perspective and, and I'm not talking about going, I'm not saying, I'm not <laughs> encouraging anybody to don't, go do don't take crack advice from a part-time woodworker. But I am saying if you ride horses, stop. <laughs> so, you know, um, it's just interesting how, when you take things into perspective, you know, whether you're, you know, whether it's your health or whether it's your business or whether it's your personal life, um, you know, when you, when you start taking things, you know, putting things into perspective, when you start weighing the, oh, the, the issues, I guess, for lack of a better way of putting it, um, and you start weighing them against other things, it, it's really kind of funny, the decisions that we make, like how, how and why we make decisions about, or, you know, different aspects of our life, about the food we're going to eat, about the cars we're going to drive, about what we're going to do for work. Um, and a lot of the time when you really weigh the decision heavily and start looking at it, uh, you know, across its separate platforms or you kind of change your dynamic a little bit, you realize some of the decisions we make are pretty damn foolish. Well, all the decisions we make are pretty damn foolish. I mean, they're all self-centered. They're all survival-based. They're all, I mean, you know, there's no, there's nothing... I mean, there's very little, you know, that you make in terms of decision making that that isn't completely ridiculous on some level. Yeah, I suppose. So, I I think the, I I think the, the, you know, it's it depends on what your passion is. You know, like like I have a friend who it's had crack. Like, well, that's well, if it's partying <laughs> and having a good time, that's a thing, right? So I have a friend who lost two other friends. And they're motorcycle uh, riders, and and he's I saw like on his like Twitter Facebook feed or something. He said, you know, rest in peace, blah blah. And then like two months later, like he's like my good friend, blah blah, died in on motorcycle this afternoon. And I'm like, dude, why are you riding on a motorcycle? You're having friends like drop dead. And he's like, man, I just got to. I just love riding it. Mm-hmm. And now yeah. he's a he's a young kid, and at a certain point in your life, and I think this is getting older too. 
you start saying, geez, is that really worth it? And you do that with a lot of things. I mean, a lot of people are like, you know, I don't go sailing anymore or I don't smoke pot anymore since I've had kids or I don't, I used to skydive, you know, whatever it is, you know, th- those diving. things. Scuba diving. Yeah. Yeah. Don't like your life insurance jump incredible if you mm. scuba diving. Yeah. See, for me, I always have it like, you know, I always have a hard time finding that balance because there's you know, life, life's short, right? Like you're, you're alive for a little while and then you're dead for a really long time. And then, you know, I mean, this is, you don't, you don't have a lot of time to have a lot of experiences, you know, nowadays. So it's like, you know, where's the balance of, do I do something for the sake and enjoyment of the thing that I like doing, even though it may kill me, you know what I mean? So it's, you know, that whole, are you really living thing? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, that, that's always there's always a real delicate balance on that for me because I mean I could sit on my couch for the next 40 years and I'd probably be, have a pretty good time doing it but um, you know there just seems like there's so much experience out there to be had that agreed you, you gotta you can't be afraid of it right I mean it's but at yeah. the same time some of it's pretty friggin scary you know you go, I mean I used to own a motorcycle I mean my wife wouldn't the day my daughter was born was the day my wife stopped driving. She wouldn't ride with me anymore. She just, you know, I used to take my daughter on it, sit around the gas tank and we'd drive up and down the street, just, you know, a couple miles an hour. She used to love it, but my wife would not get on that thing after we had kids. So it's just, yeah, it's, uh, it, there's a, uh, having kids is you get a weird perspective shift. Like all those things, like you see your parents and you're like, oh, they're such crotchety old farts. And you're like, oh yeah, let's do this. And the day after you have a kid, you're like, Mm, maybe I will take that meeting with the, uh, that life insurance guy, mm. you know? Well, yeah, that was, I mean, the day that I'm, the day my daughter was born, I was actually, I actually, you know, you get these overwhelming emotions. I maybe even said this on the show before, but the, uh, you know, you, they hand you this baby and it's just like this, you know, you're overwhelmed with all these different emotions and, and you know, I had tears streaming down my face and you finally realize, Oh my God, you love something more than you could ever love yourself. Right. And then, mm-hmm. Then, like, for a split second, you're pissed off because, uh, you know, 10 seconds ago, whether I lived or died didn't really matter. And all of a sudden, I have to be here. You know, it's like, what did I do? Right. Right. (laughs) right. Yeah. That's so true. I'm doing fine. Here I have this child and I have responsibility. And, you know, I just have this overwhelming emotion that, you know, this is way bigger than me all of a sudden. You know, it's like. What the hell did I get myself into? <laughs> it's like the same responsibility as signing like a direct TV uh, contract. You know, it's you're exactly you're the same. Pretty thing. much just screwed for life. <laughs> anybody, anybody out there who who's never had never had kids, but has had direct TV, you, you know exactly the feeling that we're talking about. Yep. So yep. it's the same exact thing. Exactly. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so, exactly. <laughs> except your kids don't go away when it starts to rain. That's the only thing. Like the cable they they do get a little fuzzy, though. That's for sure. Yeah, no question about that. And have so. you ever noticed that kids smell like wet dog after it do rains? They? Like that? Yeah, they do. You've Especially boys. Your, you've been dressing your dog up in kids' clothes again, haven't you? Well, <laughs> so you got to do something with the old uh, worn-out ones. Which one of you was advocating the crack use <laughs> again? I think. Uh, I think Joel's been high dressing up the dog running around in the mud. <laughs> oh, no, that's terrible. Uh, well, I mean, thanks Eric, for the you're visual. the one that says that uh, you know, it's, you're better off smoking drugs than you are riding a, a horse. I mean, what is... 
<laughs> There's no way we can air this. <laughs> we got to record this thing all over again. <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say that I have a very practical life, but the truth of the matter is in just about four weeks, I'm chasing the sun and moon. So <laughs> Yeah, I was just going to... I was going to bring that up again, but Hale, you, you know, we can... yeah, maybe yeah, that's, I, I do my best. I mean, I, I make fun of people just because it's funny, um, especially to me and, and apparently other people think so as well. But the, uh, I try not to make fun of the things that people enjoy because like, um, I, I, I'm that guy that, you know, when the, uh, when Apple announces a new product, like I schedule my lunchtime around being able to sit in front of my computer and watch the live stream for an hour. And there's oh, a no. whole group of you listening to this. Izzy and Joel. I just heard, you think I that's just heard a collective boo. <laughs> that was, that's the sound of me getting picked up by my underwear. The nerd wedgie. <laughs> <laughs> Going full strong. But, um, See, I don't think so, Apple no. people are nerds. I think they're the opposite of nerds. Because you have to be a nerd to really nurse a PC along and keep it running in top tip top and put more stuff in it. Where Apple, it's just like you just buy a computer and there's not a damn thing you can do with it. You can't upgrade it. You can't do anything with it. See, that's the thing, though, is like I, I was that guy for so long. Like I had to set up everybody's computer. I had to I always built my own. I had all these you know things I had to keep working. And it's just, you know, one day I walked into an Apple store and I was like, hey, can I buy that computer? And he was like, yeah, give me, you know, three grand and you can take this giant one home with you. I was like, hey, <laughs> and I. 11 years ago, I put that thing on my desk and I'm using it to record this podcast. I mean, it's just, you know, it's <laughs> just. It just works. It's just there's See, nothing that, I have to do to it. So there's no fun in permanence. See, now you got the same computer for the last eleven years, and you could have had at least another one in between now and then. Oh no! I mean, that's listen. I, you know, I spoil myself, so I, I buy another computer every now and again. So we, you know, they, when the air came out, I you know bought my wife one. We just, you know we keep adding computers. It's just the old ones don't die. Nice. So we just keep using them. So, well, cool. I'm I'm not going to say that I'm buying a new iMac Pro. Uh, in the next few months, so mm. there's that. I might Wait be. I, I no, um, no, you're not. I suggested oh. it, and you shot that shit. Hold on, one second. Down. I went and played with it. I went and played with the Mac for a little while. I mean, I, I played with it for like good solid 15 minutes, and it was, you know, it was frustrating and it wasn't fun, and I missed. Wait the a minute, PC, you played so. with it for 15 minutes? Did you say? Yeah, that's that's a long time for me. Just telling you. You can ask. Listen, I've taken I've taken dumps for longer than that. Who doesn't? You need but, more uh, fiber I mean, in your diet, you, <laughs> or less. Um, <laughs> maybe start eating acorns right up the tree. <laughs> gummy but, worms, um, always gummy worms. What's better than that? But um, yeah, listen. You know, if you're a Mac or a PC guy, I don't care. Um, again, like I said, I try not to make fun of people's thing. Um, I just. At this point, I've got every member of my family has an iPhone. I've got like, I don't know how many tablets, you know, and they just all work together, you know. So I, I don't know how I'd even be able to integrate a PC into this household again. You know, I just have this this ridiculous ecosystem of, you know, just crazy computers around. I, you know, if I brought a PC in here, I don't even know that it would work. They'd probably get up and leave in the middle of the night for feeling No, lonely. you better not. I was going to say, all your iMacs will probably be, you know, gang up on them and pick on them, beat them up. So just leave them alone. Don't, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, so that. I just Could bought you? a PC. I just bought a computer. I had, I had this really great guy. He called me and he, you know, put this whole list of parts together for me uh, for this really nice system. And um, I was like, well, that's really cool. And I started thinking about it. I'm like, I don't want to wait two weeks. So I went out and bought an Alienware and uh, I got it home and it was all glitchy. I had to take it back. 
Of course, when I got back, they didn't have one, so I bought a Dell because that's what they had there. Impulse control problem. Remember that? Remember that? No so, kidding. So I bought that, and now I'm, I'm and it was a pre-owned. I'm like, oh, I'm getting a great deal because it's, it's a, you know, it was a, a opened one. So it was and, pre-installed with viruses. And I got it home, and whoever had it before me was was Chinese because they had everything, everything, all the text, everything was in Chinese. It took me like an hour to figure out how to get it back to. And you remember I was complaining about the 15 minutes. So it took me like an hour to figure out how to get it back to English. And I still haven't figured it all out. So I'm taking it back. <laughs> when I when I have a moment, I'll just breathe. I'm going to take that sucker back. And then, so three weeks uh, later. So, so you're going to be in the Apple Peter, store soon. Right, is basically well, well, Peter Brown had, had sent me a link to an Asus. And I like Asus systems. My last system was built on an Asus frame. And uh, I, I looked at that and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take this one back. I'm going to give it, I'm going to get my, tra- I have some traveling coming up. I'm going to get that out of my hair and then I'm going to buy that Asus system. So that's, that's my next, I mean, and I could have just went and bought a Mac and I'd have learned everything by now. Right. So that just, you know, going back to making those dumb decisions, remember what we're talking mm-hmm. about? So, and well, I do know, I have- do know that Macs are better for video and audio. They just made for those, that type of thing, well, which is a lot of what I do. That is a that is kind of a misnomer. They, the the Mac computers have more packaged software that work to do those things. Uh-huh. So you can do you know they come with the iMovie and the you know just all the the software that's preloaded on a Mac that's built to work with the machine um, is just easier and better to use. But um, for the performance that you would get out of a Mac, you have to spend a pile of money. Compared to a comparable Windows computer, the only difference being is with the Windows computer, you have to buy the software afterward. So you know you have to get like you, know, you can't just use the basic you know Movie Maker or whatever they have on there. That, hey, Mike, it's just not it doesn't integrate well. Mike, so I still I still edit in Movie Maker. <sighs> I can't. <laughs> well, I, I'll tell you, I'll tell you the the difference, and some things don't have a comparison. No, I can't. Yeah. We have to go. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to have to find somebody else to host name, this podcast. You name one can. other. You name one other creator that can edit a edit. Put, I mean, the whole video from start to finish. Edit, voiceover, everything. Forty minutes done. I'm done. Forty minutes. I just. I don't know. It, I, if someone just beat a box of kittens with a hammer in front of me, I don't think I'd feel as sad as I do right now. <laughs> Which, by the way, don't take kitten beating advice from a part-time woodworker. <laughs> Just <laughs> go again. That's another podcast. Yeah, I'm sure we'll probably get a lot of downloads on that one. Right. And our final podcast, <laughs> the Beating Kittens with Hammers podcast. No, but I'll let, I'll let everybody in on a YouTube secret. If you want to be successful on YouTube, buy a cat and rub your computer with it before you upload your video. Is <laughs> that the trick? Uh, cats. I don't know what it is about cats and YouTube. They just get along. Hmm. Well, yeah, I'm still, I'm still dead on the inside, <laughs> knowing that she's. But anyway, that what I was saying was, yeah, the the you can get a much more robust, more functional, just more powerful PC than you can get comparably for the money. Um, the difference, though, I mean, the problem with an Apple computer is once you start using it. It's just so freaking easy. That's actually the, the people people that transition from PCs to Macs, the biggest problem they have is everything you do on a PC, there's some type of, you know, overcomplicated process with Apple things. You just click on them and they just go. You know, there's just not a uh, 
you know, and that's my experience. I understand there's a lot of, you know, all right. So if I Windows take, if I take this thing back and I, and I go buy a, I'm, what is it? iMac pro and it, and it sucks. Yeah. I'm going to come over to your house and beat you with it. You're <laughs> welcome first to of all, beat anybody. You can with come it to my house and, yeah. You can come to my house and beat me with it as long as you have the banana hammock and the, the oil and spray tan. <laughs> but, um, I'll do yeah, it. That's, I'll do it, Mike, but I don't think you want to see me in a banana hammock right now, buddy. Maybe 15 years ago. Oh, whoa. What are we talking about? This is, you know, that's, that's ageism. <laughs> I'm not that guy. So, oh, no. Um, <laughs> Respect your well, elders. Oh, yeah, Lord. Just, just squint when they come walking in. And the topic of this podcast was. <laughs> the, uh, the topic of this podcast, by the way, was how to be an expert in something. <laughs> <laughs> You know what, guys? This is probably one of the funnest podcasts I've recorded just, with you so far. I mean, aside, well, aside from the last, last, the last three were pretty epic with Jesse, but uh, this is actually I've really enjoyed this evening, which is good because when I came into this, I had a I was in a bad mood today, so I'm not in a bad mood anymore, guys. This is awesome. Well, let me just. Uh, by the way, I'm just gonna since we've the stealing fire where if you're gonna do drugs <laughs> instead of riding a motorcycle. Um, the book is by Stephen Kotler, Kotler, Kotler. Yes, yes. Yes. Stealing fire. And it is an amazing, it's an absolute amazing listening and uh, listen. So uh, uh, if you read, do that. The title is just uh, it, how Silicon Valley, the Navy SEALs and Maverick scientists are revolutionizing the way we live and work. Yep. So I don't even know what the hell that means, but, uh, I just added it to my audible. Yeah, absolutely. Thing. It's a must, li- it's a must listen. If you want to really get into a good, I mean, it, it takes a little bit to get into it, but once you do, you, it's hard to get away from it. And it's a great, great listen, lots of great advice. And um, it'll kind of help expand, you know, your understanding of some of the things that go on around you. So definitely check it out if you are, if you're into it. Uh, uh, I want to shout out to Andy Berkey. He recommended it. Uh, absolutely enjoyed it. Andy, thank you for that recommendation. That was uh, phenomenal. So much appreciated. Yes, and, and in if fact, you're not I hooked um, up with Andy on uh, social media and and everything. You probably oh, should be. Yeah, jump off a bridge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, more more bridge jumping. You can take that advice from a, from a part time woodworker. But the um, your uh, Blaine Berkey is his website, BlaineBerkey.com. Yep. So if you haven't had an opportunity to experience Andy, you are missing out. He's one of my favorite people in the world. So uh, jump too. over there and yep. mine too. So in can fact, I explain I'm, the? Oh, sorry, I'm I was going to say. I'm going to make a point to go visit Andy here pretty quick and see if we can't hammer out a project together. I, I want to explain the Blaine Berkey thing because people it new to that concept. With, uh, in the mornings, oftentimes, he'll post a inspirational picture or a mundane picture that he, he puts a quote to of himself talking about some sort of inspirational moment he has for the day looking forward. And, um, and so he would do these epic, like, like uh, panoramics or he would do like him looking up at a giant windmill or whatever it happened to be. Uh, and so eventually when people started posting photos like that, it, the the rule was that you had to blame Berkey because you're doing that. So we're not actually chastising uh, Andy. It's just a, it's one of those weird things that turned into basically a hashtag. And actually, if you search hashtags on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram with hashtag blame Berkey, you will find maybe thousands of these epic photos of people, people posting. Yeah. 
Yeah, the whole idea behind it was that uh, people, you know, he, he points out the things that he, he thinks people take for granted too easily. So it was, uh, you know, that that which. Oh, he was right. He's one hundred percent correct in that. In in that, um, you know, he he just he took something that we all take for granted and made it beautiful and made it and made it interesting and it made which what's so cool about that that's one small thing that one small act made a lot of people, um, you know, stop and appreciate what was around them and, and take time to, you know, not only just enjoy it, but to photograph it and share it with others as well. So I had um, to buy my, my oldest cool. daughter an upgraded iPhone so that she could have more storage because she started taking more photos because of that. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh yeah. The, the, the way you just described that whole thing is the way I would describe Andy. So your, uh, your, your words were <laughs> well met there. Yeah. So, and Andy also not a, sponsor <laughs> so just throw that out there but um well listen hey guys we managed to talk for an hour about absolutely nothing awesome <laughs> so, accomplishment yes i don't know i do uh, that all day long i don't know why you guys are all excited yeah well I, listen, or at least that i talk to people people tell me i talk to people about buying homes all day so it's a uh yeah it's it, you know it feels like you're talking about nothing sometimes so it's a um you know, it's, I'm, I'm well-practiced <laughs> apparently. So, but, uh, Hey, listen, uh, Izzy, tell people where they can find you, how to connect and, uh, all you that know, good stuff. I've been really doing, uh, staying really active over on Instagram. So if you want to see what's happening in the shop, pretty much day to day, uh, check me out at Instagram, Izzy Swan underscore woodworking. You can also find me over at IzzySwan.com. Everything Izzy is over there. Yes. Yes. Joel. Actually, I'm going to give a shout out to Tony Rouleau, Uh and it's uh, Hillview underscore WM Wooden Metal Hillview Wooden Metal uh, on Instagram, and he's been we've talked about it before. He's been making these amazing tools. That's a new passion of his, and something uh, something I hope that uh, brings him great joy and profit, so he can continue making me amazing tools. Yeah, and the level of, for those of you who have never seen them, um, and I, I don't know how many people listen to this that don't know Tony, but if you've never seen the things that that man creates with his hands, they are they are spectacular. I mean, just, there isn't a, there isn't a word, the, the English language fails us to be able to describe how, how good he is at what he does. I mean, the amount of just pride and just attention to detail and all the things he does is just, it's staggering. So... Um, yeah, it, it if is nothing amazing. else, you should go check him out on his Instagram. Um, but yeah, if you have an opportunity to order any of his limited runs, you absolutely should. So absolutely. Oh, and I, I also yeah. wanted to, uh, thank the, uh, our half of our listening audience, all five of them who posted on iTunes and gave us rave reviews. Appreciate it. That was awesome. Yes. If the other thank half you, of you, you could do that this week. Uh, we, we won't hold you to it, but, uh, if you haven't, yeah, hell we uh, won't get over well, there. <laughs> That's right. Unless they're really big on spanking their kids and they're probably leaving one stars right now. Right. So, probably right now on their way off the bridge. That's right. <laughs> so, but, um, yeah, listen guys, the, uh, the website, maybe I've said too much.com. Uh, all of our social media is all the same at maybe podcast. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, um, Joel monitors all that. Please, if you have any questions, comments, anything, uh, show notes, things you'd like to talk about, feedback, uh, all that good stuff, definitely hit us up on those channels. Um, we respond, I don't know, pretty quickly to all that stuff. So 
if there's anything you want to talk about or hear us talk about, please let us know. Because um, we actually but, uh, do talk about stuff from time to time. Well, no, um, I don't know that that's true. Well, but now, to be it, fair, I still get a little hate mail from, uh, you know, the pocket hole episode, which is, you know, hashtag Joel hates you. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. so that's fine. Listen, I, like I said, you know, pocket holes. I mean, it's just, you know, just another way you failed your family. I mean, it's basically <laughs> all that. Exactly. what's not to love about pocket holes. <laughs> You just, you're clearly you're not from the you know the honor culture in Japan because you would have had to kill yourself by now That's if right. that was the case. Pocket so, holes. Your dad is disappointed. And and again, don't don't take honor killing advice from a part time woodworker. So that's not the way you want to. But um, yeah, thank you everybody uh, for spending some time with us, listening to us ramble on about nonsense, and uh, we look forward to bringing you another one of these next week. So everybody have a uh, a good one, and we will talk to you soon. I am sure, gentlemen. Mike, you want to see my banana hammock collection? I knew it was coming. <sighs> All right, bye, guys. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>